Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hello and welcome to CEO School. I'm so excited for today's two-part series episodes. We're going to do something a little different today because I am just levitating, literally still levitating from our CEO School retreat last week. It was just the most phenomenal retreat I've ever hosted. I kid you not, every time I do one of these events, it just fills my cup in a way that nothing else, like there's nothing else that I do that fills my cup in this way. And I get to host a retreat maybe two to three times a year, but they are so, so special. And now I've done this for the last three years. We've hosted between my mastermind and between the retreats, probably a little over 10 to 12 of these live events, these intimate retreats between 20 to 40 women every time. And every single time, they just get even more like just next level, leveled up. Our speakers get better. I mean, that is truly the beauty of doing things in consistency is because you get to do it once and then you get to do it again. When you do it again, you get to do it better. And that's what we do every single time. And so it was just the most phenomenal week. I'm definitely super, super exhausted, but we had a studio day today. So I wanted to come in and I was like, forget whatever's on our episode list. I want to recap what took place at this retreat and hopefully bring you guys into the setting and share um, like from session to session, my biggest takeaways from our speakers and from these from the workshops. So that's what this next two-part series is going to be about. It's going to be you in the room for the retreat and the biggest takeaways that I personally got from each of the different sessions. So I'm going to try to do my best to bring that level of energy to all of you so you guys can share in those lessons and, and learn from these amazing women through the podcast. But I can't wait for you to actually be in the room. Our next retreat is going to be uh, in December. It'll be November 30th and December 1st. It's like that weekend right after Thanksgiving, right before like December stuff starts. And so mark your dates and the link is live on our show notes. There are only 20 spots that are, will be available. This is for, you know, six and seven figure founders. And so it is important that uh, this is that right curated room. Literally every single woman that was at the retreat was just just multi-level founder scaling their businesses and it just brings this the conversation is unlike like any other room that I've been in and so if this sounds like this is what is a fit for you and that you're ready to you know take the time out to work on your business learn from the most amazing women around you create this like 
friendship and just like a cohort with women at your level and beyond. And then, of course, get a chance to spend, you know, two and a half days with me um, and, and intimately working on your business, then you've got to get in the room. This is the last time I'm going to be doing it for this year. And then I don't know when we're going to announce the dates for next year. It'll probably be sometime April of next year, but you never know what takes place and um, this this is the chance. And so I want to invite each of you into, into the room and uh, I want to see you in person. And so if this sounds like a fit for you, go to um, the link in our show notes and 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 literally get in. And, you know, if this sounds like, you know, you want to learn more, send a note to our team. Once the 20 spots are gone, they're gone. They always completely fill up. Um, and we always bring in, you know, we always, we always only have 20 spots, period. And so then I also invite my private mastermind back to the retreats because they're included for our mastermind members. So they get to come join in as well. And it just makes for like the most amazing, amazing experience. And this time, it was truly the best one we have ever had, and it was incredible. So I'm going to tell you exactly what went down. We hosted on like day one, night one and day one. So today's episode is going to be on the recap of what took place. And so I got to welcome all of the women to my home. This time the retreat was in Orlando. And honestly, I've learned, like I'm going to share lessons that I've learned in hosting these things. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I stretch myself to do things, you know, to try to push our company and to push myself and to push whatever. But whenever I do things that just feel like comfortable to me and I've done them before, I feel like that is where I need to focus my time and energy because it comes out 10 times better. So I hosted a retreat in LA earlier this year and it was incredible. Like if you asked me four days ago, I would have said that was the best retreat that like it was literally one of the best ones I've done, hands down, blah, blah, blah. But doing it back in Orlando again, I feel like I am just more comfortable with my home. Like this is literally my hometown. I have every possible like I, you know, from knowing the mayor to, you know, what's taking place in my city. Like I know this like the back of my hand and not that anything like it, there's just this level of comfort just being in your backyard. And so when there are things like if somebody uh, you know, like misses their flight or like what are airport times like or when something happens, like literally the building that we hosted the retreat at Hi Hello Labs, which shout out to our amazing podcast producers um, who have you heard me talk about literally every time I'm on the show. Uh, Carlos and Carolina and their team here at Hi Hello um, is just so incredible. They produce our show. So we decided to actually utilize the space here at Hi Hello to host a retreat and they have the most epic event space that's back here. And so I'm super comfortable with even the space. Like I know the space. I know, um, you know, how to like work with a decor team on it versus like, a, a, you know, a spot in LA. Like we rented the most unbelievable, like beautiful mansion in LA, which was gorgeous. But it's a place like that house, like I'd never been in. And so you always like learn as you like, as you go when you're having to like do something net new. And so like my first like big takeaway after this retreat is like, why am I trying to change up the playbook? Like just bring the women here. Um, Orlando is such an easy airport to like get to. There's like direct flights from every single place because it's, you know, it's like one of the largest like, you know, Disney World here. Like this is like the largest like destination. I think it's like the number one um, like tourist destination to come to, like one of the top three uh, that people travel to. And so it's easy to like, you know, book hotels and rent cars and um, like just find, like just, just it's direct flights. And so 
that was like lesson number one. And this kind of like all these lessons I want to share back with you for whatever you're doing in your business, if you can find consistency in it and trust that. So I honestly think it'll take a lot for me moving forward for me to do a retreat in another city. I also love the fact that people who come here, like they're not from here. Like when we did the LA retreat or I've done like events in New York and stuff, our audience lives in in those cities. And so that's super great. But then some women like go home right after the event, which sounds great. And like, that sounds wonderful and it's convenient for sure. However, there is just this like magic that takes place when you put everyone like in a container for two and a half days, right? And that everyone is around. Everyone is here traveling to be here and is investing that time and energy to really like be present in this space. And so they're like, nobody's distracted or leaving or has to take a meeting or anything like that. And so it just feels really, really great to have everybody like in this, in this environment. And what's funny is like where I was going with like having that level of comfort in my backyard, like in my city, um, we are in like the heart of downtown Orlando is where my offices are. And then the high hello studio is. And so like my office is right down the street, like literally right next door to our podcast studio. And by like random effing coincidence, like just by the luck of it all, um, the SunTrust building, which is like a huge skyscraper, like we're in the heart of downtown next to the building that we're in, they have like construction going on on one side and the scaffolding or like the construction part of the building, it literally fell down um, a week before the retreat. And so they had blocked off like the main street of Orange Avenue and there's like barely been any, like you were not allowed, pedestrians aren't allowed to walk and no cars are going through, which the city obviously navigates. Like there's other ways to come around to the building, but I kid you not, if this was happening like in New York or LA and I wasn't familiar, like I picked up the phone and I was able to, like I knew exactly what was going on like with the building and with the city. And then we were able to like, you know, inform our team ahead and say, okay, hey, like this is where we need to change parking location. This is how we need to, we like created the cutest little TikTok video of like how to get into the building from like the south entrance versus the north entrance, which is closer to the part of the city that's like, or the street that's blocked off. And so something so small and completely out of our control, we were able to like make it like not even like a thing to think about because we knew how to navigate it. So that's like one one part of it. But what I love always is when I get to do the event here, I get to welcome everyone to my home. So I usually throw like the welcome reception and like the VIP dinner at my house. And it has been like, I've been throwing events like I feel like they're just getting better and better. We have like the most amazing um, event planner. Shout out to uh, Hot Events Planning. Like Jenny has done such an incredible job. She's the one that throws like all of like our home parties and my like, kids' birthdays. And she really like just went above and beyond for the CO School retreat party. And it was so beautiful and so epic. And there's just something special about welcoming these women like inside of my home, like to where like to my house. And I feel like it's like this next experience, like at every other, all the other cities that we do it in. And it's been in the past where I've done like, uh, like, like rented out a space in a beautiful restaurant. Like we've done the most like amazing steakhouses. We've done the most amazing like sushi places, like all of like the trendy cool. But I think it's just this like next level experience of bringing someone to your home and creating this like beautiful chef experience like in your home but it feels extra special because you actually have to it's actually so much more work for it to be in my house than for me to rent like um a space like for the restaurant it's actually a lot more cost effective to do the restaurant because I just have to like create a menu you know uh and like you know 
pairings and or you know beverages like whatever it is but we can like prefix it and create that space and it's so much easier to navigate it that way but our home I just believe it's like the next level experience and culturally like you know um having guests is what you know I was telling the women at the retreat when I was like hosting them at my home like it's it's what we call like barakat and barakat in Urdu is like blessings and it's like not just like like the way to describe this word, it's like abundance amount of blessings is barakat. And like guests bring a lot of barakat in your home. And, you know, if you go to any, like anyone's home that's like of any culture, like, you know, your guests are like treated like, you know, my mom says you treat guests like God, like it's the the next place is close to God. And so you want to make sure that your guests are just so taken care of and feel they have everything. And so this for me just gives me that opportunity to treat our guests at this like just beautiful experience. And so the home was so beautiful. We literally had the most like amazing decor and just like that CEO vibes. Like I'm also a huge brand snob and you all know this about me, but it is so important for me to have like my brand be represented how I want it to be represented. And so I feel like I can control more of that experience with like working with vendors that are local versus when I do these things like outside and I have to go hire like outside vendors. Um, I just feel more in control of our brand experience. So we legit, it was so beautiful. I'm going to link some of like the reels and stories on the show notes here so that you guys can take a look at just like how beautiful the experience was. We literally had CEO school, like the logo floating in the pool. Um, The food was amazing. We always do like California healthy is kind of like how we select our, our menu. So we had this like avocado station. It was like an avo, avotini station is what it was. So we're like literally building like our own little like avocado smash uh, martini glasses. We had um, like a beautiful carving station with like um, like sh- like sous vide steak and um, just like, you know, just a million like hors d'oeuvres and like options for the vegetarians. And we had cocktails and wine and we like to support like all women owned like um you know vendors as well and it's just like it was such a like next level experience and I had so much fun and it was so intimate and it was so beautiful and so we got a chance to like around like around this like the table we get to know each of the different women and we were like literally all standing like one of my favorite moments is like around the pool um, and every founder and CEO that was there just sharing a little bit about their business, where they're at, what they hope to get from from this experience and what their ask is. And so like it's so important for us to recognize like understand who these women are, but what is it that they exactly need and how can the women, you know, support them in that journey too. And I think that's what's so beautiful about a mastermind experience or an experience like this is it's not about, yes, there's me and I'm going to be your coach and I'm going to guide you and I'm going to help unblock and I'm going to solve problems and I'm going to connect and I'm going to, you know, do all these things for your business. But the power and the magic is really around the table. And so when you can amplify, when you're solo, right, you're by yourself and you think you have to solve every single thing by yourself, you don't. And I think that's probably the biggest advice that I can give to female founders or any founders anywhere is you don't have to do it alone. And I don't know where, you know, it's been lost 
that we can't ask for help. And as women, I think where it comes from is the fact that there's so much pressure that is put on us that we have to handle everything, right? Like everyone comes to you for everything. My kids come to me, you know, my husband comes to me, like when, you know, my team comes to me, like everyone, you're always having to solve everyone's problems at all times, right? As CEO, as mother, as, you know, head of the household, as head of everything, you are the chief everything officer for everyone. And so you are used to solving everyone's problems. And what happens is when you get used to solving everyone's problems, when you actually have a problem or where you have a need, you forget that you can also ask for help, right? That is what takes place. And I think why this experience was also so incredible is because you get an opportunity. Imagine having 40 women around the table, 40 CEOs around the table, and you get to say, hey, I need help here guess what? We are all solution finders. That is what we do as women, right? That is why women CEOs make for the most amazing CEOs and return so much of capital for investors is because we creatively solve problems and it doesn't matter we find the solution. So imagine if you had that power around the table where you could ask that question and you could have 40 of you solving that problem for you. What would that do for your business? It would be game changer, right? So let's not forget Reminder, it's okay to ask for help. And we have to get used to asking for help. That is how successful companies are built. No one does it alone. You've got to have people around you that support you, that will help you find those solutions too. And that is the energy that we have around that table. So that was, you know, night one and it was just so much fun. And it's just great to like blow off some steam and just get to know other women, hear their stories, learn. And so that that pre-event, I think it's just so important for everyone to just get to know each other and get that intimate moment with each other so that when we go into the business intensive side of it, the next morning, the next day, I mean, it's two days back to back, literally from like nine in the morning until five. So it's like literally like an eight to six packed day. And so you're ready to go, right? And you already know when someone's coming up uh, or they're speaking or you know their stories and you know everyone and you get an opportunity to really, you know, get to know the women around you. And so that was super, super great. And my heart was so full. I also, my daughters uh, came to surprise me. They were over at my mom's house. My mom lives across the street. I know, I know I've talked about this before, but she like literally lives across the street from me. And uh, my mom and the girls came over and it was so special for them to see. I like really, really enjoyed this retreat. Also, my mom got to actually come to the retreat and like just watch me in action. And like I got to show her like we had a pop-up merch shop and she got to like shop in the, in the merch shop and like just have a front seat and we got to take like the cutest like we had like she took headshots and it was like so special for me to have my family like they weren't involved in it but just for them to see see me I felt like that was just such a privilege and I love it when my kids can see me work it is like it shows them like you know it's not invisible like what I do matters and I do it for them and I get to like create this experience for so many so many other women and I want them to see that and I I just just love it so much. And so the girls got to like hang out and come see the event and that just made my heart so full. So that was welcome dinner and um, the night before. And so we got to Hi Hello Labs, literally ready to get started. And this time we also had our pop-up shop. So this was a beta test. And so why I wanted to bring this up is we were actually testing out our merch, like our merch store and our swag shop to see what were the items that... Um, and we didn't tell the women that we were going to have this or to come prepared for it. 
but like we created the most cutest cute like pop-up store ever and it had all of the co school items items that were like like exclusive that we hadn't print like we hadn't done for production we did smaller batches so that we could use this time to actually we have 40 of our ideal clients like in the like in the room and although it's not like this huge beta, right? We wanted to see what people bought most of, what you know, what we would sell out of, or what you know products wouldn't sell. And so we used this opportunity to really test a few things, tested pricing. And so I want to share this because I think that we expect like I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like people expect me to have everything all perfect and lined up and ready to like just out the gate. This is part of my process in building and scaling companies, right? And we have to be able to test and iterate. And you've got to get comfortable on putting something out there that is not perfect, that is for testing purposes, that will give you an inclination, the right data points to then validate your gut, to make the decisions to decide how to move that product forward. And so- we use this opportunity to have that pop-up shop and uh, to test it out. And so it was so fun. And I will, I'll definitely be linking our merch store um, into the show notes. Go check that out because there's some amazing, amazing products on there. And we got a chance to really see like what, um, what worked, what didn't. And we were like so pleasantly, we knew what was going to work and we knew what everyone's going to love. Uh, but it, it helped us validate our gut to bring our products to market. And so we're so excited as a team to take that and now scale with it. And we always started every single day off. Um, we had, you know, we had speakers like multiple times times through the day. I was leading workshops, but every morning we had a mindset workshop and a mindset um session to kick us off so that we can really get into that right frame of mind. And I had Amanda Bible, who is so incredible. You have to follow her on social media. She also was on the show. Um, a couple of like, uh, maybe like two months ago, I'll link that her episode as well. And so she is a master hypnotherapist, like literally she's a hypnotherapist and she's an EFT trainer. She does breath work, like all of these things that I'm not fully familiar with, but are so critical and so just like calming for our nervous system, especially as entrepreneurs and busy CEOs and um, just busy women. And we started the morning off with like learning about different ways that we can start our morning routines as well. And we really sat down and just did like this amazing visualization on like a goal that we want to bring to life. And I kid you not, it was so game changer. I've done a lot of journal work and visualization work, but also doing it with like, just like with women around you, like really just next level elevates an experience like that. Like we were literally kicking off in, in tears and hearing some of the women's goals and I shared my goals and um, and we really broke down. Like when you are manifesting, right? There's a lot of talk um, on like, and I know a few of our ears like already of like the woo side of like of the stuff. Trust me, I am all about the work and not the woo, but I think there is magic when you mix the work and the woo together, right? And when you mix it together. And Amanda, the reason why I called her to be a speaker here is because when I got to know her, I I, I have really felt like her approach to manifesting and all of, all of this woo side of the internet is all about aligned action and I'm all about taking action. And what I don't want women to take away is the fact that we can sit here and you know we've got our CO school journal, journal and I want you to be journaling and I want you to be doing your gratitudes, your affirmations, and then doing a visualization or doing a journal prompt, but this isn't enough. 
right? Like doing this is just, it's to get aligned with what actions we need to take to achieve our goals. And that is exactly what we talked about is how do we take these practices, build them into a five minute routine, right? A sub five minute routine so that we can kick off our mornings, whether it's at our desk or whether it's when we wake up and have coffee or whether it is at four o'clock in the afternoon or 10 p.m. at night when we get to do it. But taking five minutes to create like that, having that experience around our mindset to put our goals down, to affirm ourselves, to to visualize, to manifest, put this into practice, but then actually taking aligned action to achieve the goals. And so part of some of the like the aligned actions um, that Amanda talked about is if like breaking down our goal, which a lot of this you're going to be like, you're going to be like, great, I already know how to like break down my goals. But even your manifestations, like how do you break that down into aligned action? So if you want to um, let's say be on the CEO school podcast. It could be a goal, right? Like I want to get my brand out and I want to be on the CEO school podcast. And you visualize, you visualize this, right? If you want to be here in 12 months, where do you need to be three months from now? Right. And what actions do I have to take in order to get there in three months to then, where do I need to be in six months to then where do I need to be in nine months? So that I'm closer to get there by the 12th month. And so creating an action plan associated with where do I need to be in the next 90 days? I freaking loved that. And every 90 days assessing, okay, if here's the goal and I have the goal written out, I have the visualization, I have the um, the vision board and all of the things, what are actually the aligned actions that I have to take today in order to get there? And not just being like, okay, great, I want to be on the cover of Inc., right? In 12 months, great, how do, how do I get to the cover of Inc.? Right? Where do I have to be today? And what are the actions that I have to take today so that in three months from now, I am at the point where I'm at this point where the six, six month goal is achievable and then the nine month goal is achievable so that the 12 month goal is the ink cover. And so we broke that down and that was just, just amazing. Like I loved, loved, loved that. And I'm going to actually take that personally into practice on when I do my uh, journaling and meditations and things like that. From there, we also had um, a session specifically on. So then we go into like the business intensive side of it. I um, did a workshop and then I had Janelle, who I want to talk about. Janelle, you've also seen on the show, Janelle Teves, who is the general manager um, of Bugaboo North America, uh, the stroller company. She literally was placed as the GM and president um, by a private equity group. So she's not the founder of Bugaboo, but she is the one who runs Bugaboo North America. And she is literally just the most phenomenal CEO um, and leader. I learn from her every single time that I am with her. She manages like a fully remote team of 80% women. Um, and she has just literally transforms like Bugaboo's, like, like the company, but also just like she she's so amazing to learn from spe- uh, specifically on like what I learn from her all the time is her marketing experience and she was like the head of um, Nike when she like uh, she literally brought like almost like fifty Nike um, websites for Nike women to market like she just has the most extensive experience in leadership roles um, in marketing specifically from like you know just like in women's brands as well and. I just love her. So she came in to speak and her entire like presentation was really on like the three keys of marketing and like what are the different 
pieces that we have to have in 2023 today. So I'm going to break them down for you here so that you can take away some lessons from Janelle as well. So we broke down marketing in three components. You have above the ground marketing. So think of it like a triangle, performance marketing, which um, is like the middle, and then below the ground marketing, which is relationship marketing. And so we need all three of these to have within our marketing and like within our marketing for our businesses. And so above the ground marketing, right, um, is performance marketing, uh, but it's really around purpose, right? So what is your founder story? How should like, you know, your story should be deeply like embedded into your product and why consumers will want to purchase like the products from you. And so any successful brand or story needs to have your founder story and your why at the forefront of the brand. Now you may think, okay, Sonera, like we all have these components within it. What makes it different? Well, is it actually translating all the way through? So we went literally went through multiple examples and this is where we get to do hot seats and bring people up to say, okay, your founder story, is that actually resonating within your brand story at the checkout, right? Is it resonating on your website? Where is it on social media? It's not just in our about us page. So one of the key takeaways that we had was we all have just the most amazing story. And whether you think you don't have a story, sharing that story, like, with a community like, you know, like within the, you know, if you're part of CEO school, like set it like a, you know, invite the women to come hear your founder story and let other people tell you what's special about your story. Because sometimes what we think is like, we're like, oh, that's not special. When we actually share it out loud, there are going to be people like your, like other founders who can say, oh my God, that piece of your story is what is just what needs to like, that resonates with me, you know, as a consumer or as a mother or as a, um, you know, a founder or whatever, like whatever your product is, you can talk to the people, like you can talk to others around you to go find what is special about your story. And then when you have that story ready, right, making sure that it's actually integrated through your marketing components of your business. So whether that is at the, um, like obviously on the website, right? But I feel like that gets, that's like the only place sometimes where I see it. How are you you're, you're using that when you're actually um, marketing yourself as a founder? How are you using that? You know, are you using that within um, like the, the the customer journey, right? When they're purchasing the product, is it is it shared through the product experience, right? Is it is it on the packaging? Is it on the checkout? So how can you incorporate that? And Janelle went into like all the ways which we can do this above the ground marketing that drives pur- purpose. Then we have on the ground marketing, right? Which is performance marketing specifically. This is a component that we're all aware of for marketing. And sometimes that's where we specifically go. Um, But there are so many components to performance marketing. So we literally uh, deep dove into paid media, sponsored ads, all of which ways we can spend money to grow your business, right? That's the difference between this middle component, which is performance marketing is where can we put in the dollars to scale your business, right? And this is what we need to make sure is scalable for your company. And all brands and successful companies need to have a component of this, right? Even if it's organic, right? There still needs to be a paid component to the business for performance marketing. And even if it's social media, right? And it it isn't fully like where you're spending dollars, how can you leverage scale for this? So we actually went down and broke down all the different kinds from sponsored to influencer marketing, organic marketing, our warm leads, um, display marketing, social media, direct to consumer, the different places on our website, everything in between on performance marketing. 
And then finally, it's this below the ground marketing. It's like the magic underneath, which is relationship marketing. Who do you know? Uh, And we all have a list of people that we know. And so the homework that we got from this is truly using the power of our networks. And this is why I'm such a huge proponent of rooms like this, of being part of communities like CO School. We are the company that we keep. And so when we can surround ourselves with an amazing network, that is how we can leverage to scale our businesses and our brands. And relationship marketing is a huge component of it. So the homework that Janelle gave was making a short list of our contacts. And who do you know, right? If you're like launching, launching the soda, right? Like Poppy, who does the founder of, like, who does she know? Um, Who does she know for product placement, influencers, advisors, introductions, right? Like, and we think that we don't know, but making that shortlist. And then also knowing that we are like, one of the things that we talked about is we're all one degree away from someone. So even creating the list of who are the top 10 influencers that align with my brand that I want my brand uh, to be in their hands of, right? Who are the top investors that I want that align with this? Who are the top, like, what are the top podcasts I want to be in? Who are the top placements or like the vendors that I want to work with? So even when it's about creating the list of people we know, it's also about creating the list of people that we want our product to be in the hands of, right? Or our service to be talked about with, right? So creating that list is super important. So we had this awesome homework assignment and we all went back to go create that list. And what was so cool is guess what? When you surround yourself with women like this, somebody knows someone or is one degree away from that connection. And so just getting it out on paper and socializing that list is also so important. So there was um, a lot that we deep dove into. We literally went into like those, like the marketing pillars. We went into segmentation. So we like literally went into like how to segment our audiences from like a uh, performance ads perspective. So there was a lot of like tactical stuff that I won't get into here. Um, but honestly, we spent literally spent half a day on learning about how different ways that we can scale our marketing levers for our brands and for our revenue strategies as well. And then... We went into tax planning, reactive versus proactive. So currently right now, we're all probably in the reactive stage of tax planning versus being really proactive about it. And for those that are like, what are you talking about, Sanira? Um, You know, I, I do think it's important that we go get the right team around us. And that was like one of the things that we discussed, like as women, who are the people that we need to have around? We need our financial advisor. We need our our, our accountant. We need a lawyer. Um, we need our insurance providers, like our insurance vendors. Like these are people that we need to have in our cabinet. And, you know, that the, I was sharing a lot of my personal experiences as well in building my cabinet and um, bringing women like Michelle and Bernadette to the table. Um, and it was so freaking amazing. Uh, we the, we did tax planning. We also did diversification, right? So you accumulate wealth, but then how do you diversify that wealth and, um, and make sure that it's being invested in the right areas? We also talked about like exit planning. And that was something that was super, super interesting. I went around the room and I asked the women, you know, do you have an exit strategy in place? And half the women did not raise their hands and half the women did. So that makes me really proud to say that, you know, there are like, we are talking about having an exit strategy. And I think that that is something that as women, we all need to have an option for an exit for our business. Like what happens when you're too old to run it, right? What happens when like you're too exhausted to run it? What happens when there's burnout? What happens when you don't want to work with the partners that you've created the business with? And so exit planning is a huge part of a growth strategy 
not it should not be reactive. It should be proactive. And it doesn't mean that you have to sell your business, right? An exit strategy just means that you have the option and that you are preparing to make sure that your your business is creating uh, is being viewed as an asset and not just something that's for cash flow. And so we had a lot of really heavy and amazing discussions around exit planning. And I think that like I would say it's one of like one of our top sessions like from the weekend or from the week. And then we did have um, a fun hap. We did that. Then we went into like um, another session with um, styling for success. So I actually brought my personal stylist, uh, Danielle Nieri, who has been I've been working with her for the last just recently over the last two months. And I've learned so much about just dressing for success in a way that's like what colors like attract money, what colors um, are there to like make people feel closer to you, what colors work well on camera, what colors work well when you want to make a sale, what colors work well when you're mediating something or when you have an angry customer. And so there were so many fun, like it was just, it was one of those like five o'clock sessions at the end of the day, we're having like, we had like this most amazing like wine and charcuterie happy hour. And we were all just like having a glass of wine um, and just bringing the fun back in business. Like we literally had like the days were so intense and it was like, like business, business strategy, like super intensive, like marketing strategies, wealth strategies, like all of that. It was so important to kind of like unwind and still related to like helping us scale, but just like that was like the after hours talk and it was so, so fun. And one of the things that I would say, um, like I do want to leave you all with um, here before I close out and like my biggest takeaway and like the takeaway that I want you to um, make sure that you're taking away is that at the end of the day, like we are at the end of the day judged by our appearance, whether we like it or not. You know, we say don't judge a book by its cover, um, but we do. Right. And that, you know, um, we will judge a person, a book, a company, a product within two seconds right? And 55% of it is on the features or on the look of it, right? So the colors, the look, um, and the, like, in that, but then 38% is, like, all of, like, the, the things that surround it, right? So how does it make us feel? Like, how, what are, like, what is, like, your posture, your facial expressions, your energy? Do you feel healthy? Like, does it, so there's, like, the tangible component of, um, of judgment. And then there's like this intangible component. And so it was really important for us to also tie that back to our brands and how we show up as well as CEOs and founders. And it was a good reminder. And I will say like, we feel more confident when we, when we look our best and looking our best has nothing to do with our size or our appearance. Um, It's really about how can we present ourselves and as our company to like, to our customers, to our investors, to our employees, to our vendors, to the public in the way that we want our brand to be perceived. And so it was a good reminder that over the last like three years with um, the amount of like work from home and Zoom and all of these things, like it's great. And it's nice that we can like throw our hair in a bun. And I'm not saying I want to like dress up every day for work. That wasn't the conversation. It was about how do we leverage when we do have important meetings, when we do have things that we have to show up for, how do we show up confidently? And how do we show up with like that right like the full with the right colors, with the right energy and just showing up. And when we have that level of confidence, then we also execute in a different way. And that the the receiving party wants to do business with us in that way. And with us, with the people that represent our brand as well. So I want to make that important for our teams and for our brands itself. So uh, branding is important, but that also goes beyond just the product and your website, it actually also goes to you and your team as well. 
on what the world perceives of you, of your brand and things like that as well. So, so that was like our end of, uh, you know, end of day one wine and cheese discussion. And it was super fun. And, um, you know, just a huge shout out to all of our speakers, um, on day one. And, um, it was just, it was super successful. So that was kind of a high level recap. Obviously there was, uh, eight hours worth of deep content and the business intensive side of it that, Hopefully I was able to sum up a little bit, but that was the energy in the room. And, you know, over the next, the next episode I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about um, what were the day two sessions. Um, and I want you to, I want you to come back for this episode because I go into the CEO dashboard as well as lead gen predictability and some of the, some of the strategic conversations that we had on day two. So I hope you enjoyed um, this recap of like, hopefully you felt a little bit more in the room and I invite you to get in the room. So Um, If you haven't been to one of our live events, I want you to be in the room. The next one is happening, um, you know, at the end of November, early December, November um, 30th and December 1st. Uh, And so link in like the link is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there. Screenshot this. Shoot me a DM. Say, Snare, I want to be in the room. I want to learn about your business. And I want to personally um, see you here. So I hope you enjoyed today and I'll see you next week at CEO School. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.